All right, you ready? More than anything. So the fleece was a metaphor for humanity taking away the sin of the lamb. The fleece? Yeah, Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. <laughs> right? What you saying? It's all about bestiality. I said it was about <laughs> Mary had a little lamb. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Mary had. Oh, I got gotcha. the lamb. biblical had. Or she had it for dinner. What's the one where? All it's I know is like if you believe in religion, a... somebody's getting fleeced. Am I right? <laughs> oh! All right, we're off to a good start. What's the one about muttons and whey and and stuff? It's curds and whey. Curds and whey. Why are they writing songs about Iraq? What's going on? Anyway, good morning and aloha, biscuit tears. Welcome. It is 11 a.m. Hawaii Standard Time, and that means one thing and one thing only. It's biscuits and gravy time, Vincent Foti. <laughs> it's time for biscuits and gravy. You got it dialed in to KAKU, KAKU 80.5, the voice of gravy. We are Maui County's community talk station. This is educational, highbrow entertainment here. Somewhere in between NPR and the BBC is BGR. Biscuits and gravy. Radio, baby. Biscuits right here. I got a number one train whistle that $2 can buy. Yeah, biscuit eater. You're a biscuit eater. You better bet your bottom biscuit you're a biscuit eater, bro. Quiet, you sons of biscuit eaters. <laughs> Welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy Show, where we talk about cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. I am Chuck Sauce, a Maui comedian. Did you hear that? Was your phone ringing or something? No, my phone's in the car. I am Chuck Sauce. He is Vincent Fody. And you're riding the gravy train. Oh, we got one heck of a doozy for you on the <laughs> gravy train today, baby. One could say the gravy train is off the rails, baby. It is our New Year's Eve spectacular show. The joke going it's around the, the internet. spectacular. The joke going around the internet is that COVID vaccines may uh, give, or COVID itself may give people delusions of grandeur. Did you hear about this, Vincent Fody? No. In fact, one American president that has such a delusion true. of grandeur, he still thinks he is the president. We're going to check in it with- We're not going to uh, name any names. We're not going to name We're not going to name names, but okay? It's, we're not we, a commie, red shirt, lordy, lordy. All right, guys. We uh, got it dialed into the Akaku Network right here. So you can check out the Biscuit and Gravy Show on Spotify. And Apple Podcasts. And on Channel 55, because from 11 to 4, they play Biscuits and Gravy live, and it's the Biscuit Bump. And by live, we mean recorded a year ago when I weighed 20 (laughs) less pounds. It was live at the time it was recorded. It was live at the time. Woo, baby. Now it's Biscuits and Gravy live. (laughs) And also, you and I are both comedians you and i here on little bar Maui. shop buy a bag of loons is that talking about heroin and uh, probably yeah dude you can follow when we're gonna have shows on instagram if you follow power up comedy mm, that's power instagram. underscore comedy underscore. underscore comedy power up comedy or go to biscuitwars.com to follow us on facebook go to biscuitwars.com for all your biscuit related news we don't have an instagram personally we should get one, and it would just be pictures of food and my glorious boobs in the background. Isn't that what your current Instagram is? Mostly. It's just <laughs> me cutting up steak and stuff. Yeah. Butter steak. <laughs> How was your Christmas, Chuck? It was amazing. Last we, week was our Christmas episode. I did a, uh, a turkey wrapped in cinnamon apple bacon, and I had all the what? sides. No way. Yeah, it was really good. You also made a beef wellington. I did, and it was amazing. Um, I've been seeing these uh, things. It's like... 
uh, core, you, you like scoop out the middle of an apple and then you fill it with stuff and bake it. Yeah. That looks really good. Mm. Maybe we'll talk about that. For I did this thing clothes. with an apple where I scooped out the middle of it and I put weed in it and I smoked it. <laughs> I've you done that too. Didn't, not a big fan. Carrots actually. work pretty good too. How are you smoking weed out of carrots? You have to, you have to kind of like put a pencil through the middle of the carrot to make like the chamber. Whoa. And then you, you just need, you know, two perpendicular holes that meet up. Am I right? And then you, and then you're good to go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> for more perpendicular carrot usage, see BiscuitWars.com. Dot com. Vincent for... Fody as the train conductor today, as my co-host, as my cohort, as my co-something. What do we got in the gravy train today, brother boy? Oh, we've got so much to talk about. We've got a lot to talk about for Morningwood. Ooh, Morningwood. Gluttony Club, Biscuits and or Gravy News. Ugh, I went to a great restaurant called Empanada Lady. We're going to be spoiling some movies for you. Oh, man. I saw, I saw Wonder Woman 1984. Spoiler alert, there's no way that movie's good. And I saw Tenet. Oh, no! <laughs> Without me! You didn't miss anything. Spoiler oh, alert. man. <laughs> And then we're um, going to finish today's episode with a lovely segment we like to call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Wait, why did you point to me? You're usually the one. That's that right. Like to prove that I'm the smartest <laughs> buffalo in the room. You say Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Buffalo sound. Um, did you get anything fun for Christmas? Uh, actually, Christy and I don't celebrate Christmas. Okay, what about every Festivus? Day, every day is Christmas when you don't have kids and you live in Maui. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Meli Kalikimaka to you, Chuck. <laughs> uh, she gave me a lot of my Christmas gifts in advance. She got a wine advent calendar. I got one of my Christmas presents in advance, which was a ravioli maker. Oh, she who? Which I believe was a hint that somebody wanted me to make <laughs> raviolis. <laughs> I like the idea of the wine advent calendar because yeah. I got the whiskey advent calendar last year. Yeah, I'll tell you, which was a lot better than the Mandalorian Man. advent oh, calendar. Lord, where every day was, <laughs> it was like a punishment. Yeah, where I had to wake up and I'm like, oh, I have to eat another chocolate. Yeah, Disney makes great television, but not great chocolate. Right. <laughs> you think all their slave labor, they'd be like Nestle or Hershey's, which, by the way, you slave. Well, labor I mean, everybody. Disney's not making the chocolate. If you've ever been to Disney World, the food at Disney World is fantastic. Oh my God, yo, they got turkey drumsticks. Bro. As a matter of fact, uh, I got a really good recipe for hot chocolate bombs that came from one of the Disney locations. Ooh, baby. More on that later. But um, when Disney slaps, you know, their one of their products onto an advent calendar that comes it from China. It can't be good. <laughs> the, the chocolate coming out of China. China also uses slave great. labor. You'd think it'd be good. Well, not, not the chocolate. Oh, no. I'm not saying I, slave I labor. I think chocolate is also China. picked by, like, slaves too, isn't it? Not all Didn't chocolate. did Hershey not Trader... get in trouble for Yeah, and Nestle. They all use slaves. Oh, so. <laughs> Wait, so Trader Joe chocolate is cruelty-free? Mostly. I mean, you still have to work at Trader Joe's, but... <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it, The chocolate is cruelty-free, but it does come with one blood diamond in every box. Uh, there are people that got mad because Trader Joe's makes salsa and Mexican products, and their line, they call it Trader Jose's. <laughs> and the woman that brought the lawsuit against it, her name was, and you can look this up, everybody, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody that was mad about Trader Joe's for not closing for COVID. And that was my friend's wife who works at Trader Joe's. She, <laughs> she wanted to, <laughs> She's like, everybody's getting time off except me. Ah! Anyway. Um, I got the, the Soda Stream machine from... <laughs> Soda Stream machine <laughs> from, extreme. From the movie 
an American pickle. <laughs> and I looked it up. It's the same brand as they it featured is? in the movie. Did you nice. see the movie, no, American is, Pickle? Is it worth it? Uh, the movie? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you'll sell that confidence. Put it on in the background. All right. It's fun. It's it's a it's a fun little thing. Seth Rogen plays his grandfather and, and himself. himself. Um, but one of the things in the movies is that he's he's like, oh, in the future, look what we have. It's a thing that makes soda water, and you just fill up the little container with water. You pop it in, you press the button, and it carbonates the water. And his grandfather is like super impressed by it because he loves soda water. <laughs> they had that back in the day. He's like, you must be well. They had soda water, but it was like for, only for rich people. So all his life he wanted to he wanted soda water. Um, so anyway, I th- I was like I don't think I'll ever be able to get a soda water machine. You are not a rich people. Well, not that, but because we live on an island and you can't ship the CO two cartridges to Maui. Right. And right. so I was Which, like, I don't know who tries to do whippets. Right. <laughs> they, Although they can somehow do whippets. How I guess, does that work? I guess like you can because I guess they ship them on the boat. Oh. But you can't you can't order the CO two cartridges directly because they send those for the soda machine. They send those by plane or whatever, and they won't ship them. However, if you buy the soda machine from Target, they'll refill the cartridges for you. Nice. Which was something that my girlfriend figured out because she's very smart and mm. and wonderful. She is. So I and thought I was gonna room. I thought I was gonna live my life in a non soda machine world, and now I got soda. You're in a soda stream demand. world, bro. I'm in a soda you're just stream. A soda stream boy. I'm streaming soda. Stream stream soda. Mm, now you're streaming something else, and you can stream us on Spotify, on iTunes, and on KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. This kid is right here. Ugh, I went snorkeling this morning and saw a lot of starfish, but it was not in hot dog flavored water. I tried my best. <laughs> Were they chocolate starfish? You know it, bro. Today's show is presented in part by an endowment from Benedict Cumberbatch's Cookie Dough. Because the best batch is a Cumberbatch. And also by Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. Charles in charge of your your lunch. lunch. (laughs) Coming up on the show, man, we're going to talk about Gluttony Club. I ate a new restaurant this week, and it's really great. And I want to give it free advertising. You ate at a new restaurant? I did. And more about that later. I can't wait to hear about that. Spoiler alert. It was a lady who served empanadas. Let me ask you this, Chuck. What, Vincent Fody? What? Did you hear about the uh, the Christmas time gingerbread monolith that popped up in San Francisco? No. Did you hear about the Christmas bombing that blames lizard people? What? Uh, well, we're going to talk about that for Conspiracy Cookbook. All right. So sure. hold on. Gingerbread monolith, bro? So We've in- been covering this, man. This is something in the mainstream media, <laughs> a.k.a. the lamestream media, the media that's run by those lizard people by the New World Order, okay? Viacom, not viable information, okay? Non-Viacom. The mainstream media is just force-feeding stuff. And listen, Vincent Fody, you know, you know. Yes, I haven't seen anything about the you, monoliths on the internet. You know. <laughs> I like to have a goose, and I like to force-feed that goose, right? Right. And then what do I eat from that goose? Foie gras. I like foie gras. I like force-fed geese. I like the trouble of geese. Lizard people doing the same thing to us, bro, except they're force-feeding us misinformation. They want us to fight against each other and not fight against 5G internet. And they don't want us to know about the gingerbread man monoliths. Well, how do you get foie gras? You keep a goose locked up in a cage. You don't, got a green. You, don't, goose. you don't let it go anywhere, and you force feed it till it gets really fat, right? What are they doing to us now, bro? Isn't that the same thing that's happening to us? To tie in, that into in Mary quarantine? had a little lamb? We're all sheeple, bro. Are the lizard people making human foie gras out of us? <sighs> bro. I know my liver is feeling extra bloated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the the gingerbread monolith. Yes, I don't let's know talk about the real why you went on a rant about foie gras. I, you know me; I never go on rants on this show, baby. <laughs> it's 
It's those lizard people. They get to you. I'm not wearing they my tinfoil hat. Uh, by the way, I'm sweating <laughs> profusely in this room. My microphone okay. is going to get soaking wet, baby. We are broadcasting live from the Biscuit Bunker. It is peak COVID, and we are not going to go into the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. We regret not doing the show live. We used to do it in front of a huge studio audience, and it's tough doing it <laughs> in your living room now. And it would air live on the radio and on Facebook Live. I know. But now we're ah, just on audio. Or Facebook Live. We're just on audio format now. And before the holiday season, the holiday we kept seeing season. all these monoliths popping up, right? And, and people were like, oh, it's got to be aliens. The government covered it up, and then the story kind of went away. Mm-hmm. But then over Christmas time, another monolith popped up. Guess what? It was made of gingerbread. And it was in the city of sin. It was in San Francisco. The, city. the second city of sin. <laughs> Which is uh, pretty interesting because it made me think if the aliens are dropping off gingerbread monoliths around the holiday time, do aliens celebrate Christmas? Hmm. Which only gives more credence to the theory that Jesus was an alien. Yeah, and if you've ever been to Italy, you see all the paintings of Jesus. What's in the corner? Lizards. <laughs> lizards. Now, people will say to you, it's because lizards lose their tail and live on, and the love of Jesus Christ lives through all of us forever. Who no. told you that? The people that work at the Vatican? Yeah. They're trying to throw lizard. you off the sense? Oh, dude, when you ask lizard questions to the Vatican, they are not happy, bro. <laughs> You want to hear someone not be happy? Ask lizard people questions. Go to the Vatican, the Vatican and bro. ask some questions about lizard people. I was in uh, me, Venice. Uh, yes, and there was the young man in the Vatican. back. You have a question about lizards? Yeah, like um, and like she just touches her face, like upset. Every time I asked about lizard people in Italy, it was the same face our waitress made when Christy asked her what pizza to get. She just like exhaled, put everything down, covered her face, and was like, "Please don't ask me that question." Are you uh, are you excited for New Year's Eve? You got any plans? I am going to stay home with my dog and cook Christy dinner. I'm going to buy fresh pasta and make pork chops. That's I'm, it. I'm looking forward to having an uneventful Christmas. I can't. First of all, as somebody that works in the food service industry, I can't even remember the last time I had off on a Christmas Eve. Never. Or on a never new, mind on a New Year's Eve. Let alone on a New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. I remember Ooh. one time I had to work on. New Year's Day and Christmas Day at Manoli's. That's stupid. I was so sad. And sometimes you get lucky and your your normal day off falls on the holiday, so you get off for the holiday. I do that on purpose to change my days off every year. So it's like, oh, it's so weird. I had the two days off before Thanksgiving. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good little trick. But people wise up after a couple of years. Mm, have you you have that? to work with the same people for more than like a couple of years. Oh yeah. Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, I always have Tuesdays and Wednesdays off for radio and comedy. But we uh, we have some leftover fireworks Ooh. from last year. We cleaned our couch and found uh, fireworks, which is not. Great. Oh well. <laughs> well, it's and great I found that they a didn't comedy. Go off. I found a comedy notebook too. Wait, really? Yeah, I had a whole book of comedy and stuff, and I lost it. I'm very un- upset. You unearthed some jokes. Yeah. <sighs> you blew the dust off. Oh, uh, lordy. What are these, Obama jokes? <laughs> How they old is this? They were Obama jokes. Were they Obama-era jokes? I had a lot of questions, like, why are fat people so infatuating? Are you ready for 2021? Barely, bro. The year I was the- never ready for 2020, Year of the Biscuit. The Year of the Biscuit turned out a little differently than everybody anticipated. Uh, or the Year of the Biscuit Bunker. But... Yeah, it's definitely the year of the COVID-15 where everybody puts on 15 pounds for... Quarantine 14, bro. Quarant- I put on 14 pounds for a week, Quarantine 14. Dude. I've gained 80 pounds during quarantine. It's terrible, <laughs> bro. Um, all right, you ready to get into our first segment of the day? Yeah, dog. Let's jump on the biscuits and gravy train today. 
episode. Today's first segment is brought to us by Don Couch's South Maui Discount Couch House, the best discount couches in South Maui. Don't sleep on the couch. Morningwood is presented in part by Frank Capra's Capicola. It's a wonderful sandwich. <laughs> you don't have to go all the way to Washington for quality deli meats. Today's show is also brought to us by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's, it's a, a rock, rock lobster. lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Mm. And by Bill Gates Gates. If you love windows, you'll love Gates. And listeners like you, thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. We are voted Maui's number two radio program. And that's because we have such award-winning segments like <laughs> Morningwood <laughs> with Vince Fody. Take it away, Vince. Uh, well, do, why don't you do me a favor and real quick blow the uh, blow the train whistle. Sure thing. Because we're pulling in the follow-up junction. Hold on. That's the Morningwood music and follow-up junction music? Right. So this is this is a bonus Morningwood follow-up junction. Bonus round. I think you know what it's going to be about. Oh, no. Do you remember about a year or so ago we talked about a guy who sued his parents because they threw away his pornography stash? Of course I do. And by the way, for you, those of you listening, if your son gets divorced, moves back into your house, that's when he needs porn the most. Don't throw that porn out, bro. Right. And so then he- I get it. You're getting divorced. You're moving with your parents. Don't, uh, what are they doing? Don't throw away the porn. Right. I mean, it's going to be kind of awkward. What, do they watch it first and be like, like this isn't for him? <laughs> But he he had a he didn't just have a couple of magazines and videotapes. He had like a huge oh, collection that empty he, calories that and female curiosity. He, eh, that he claimed boy. was worth a lot of money. Yes, right. He had quite Mom. the expensive stash. So he moved in with his parents. He brought the porn back, and then he I think he moved out, and then Mom. he was going to pick up he was going to pick up the porn and sent and bring it to his new house. Yeah. But before he had a chance to, his parents decided that they were going to throw it away. Terrible people out there. So just like in the Beastie Boys song, your, his mom threw away his best porno mag. His mom threw away. I was like, he didn't get any sleep until Brooklyn? <laughs> he didn't get any sleep until Brooklyn. He threw out all his intergalactic planetary porn? <laughs> and so, yeah, well, so the so this what went to was court. in the nudie mags? Girls! Girls! And in the morning it was? Girls! And in the evening it's? Girls! <laughs> so he decided he was going to sue his parents. Now, if you're going to sue your parents, it better be over porn, bro. Of course, mm-hmm. which is already a wild notion. Where Let me show you exhibit you're gonna C, take this to p- exhibit D, and exhibit <laughs> double D. <laughs> <laughs> so he decided he was going to take this to court, which is already an absurd notion. But even more absurd, they finally had the ruling, and the judge ruled in the son's favor. Of course he did. That it was not their material and possessions, even though he was keeping it at their house, and they did not have the right to throw it away because they because they were passing judgment on his lifestyle good for judges like that man yeah so at least there's justice for the porn connoisseurs yes also i don't know if you've ever heard of hashtag justice for porn have you ever heard of a porn star named little lupe little lupe her name's lupe fuentes Mm. i believe we actually talked about her a a year or so ago because she got she rings a bell she got in trouble with ICE for trying to smuggle in people right. who were possibly underage to, to be in porn. Well, anyway, she's married to the the singer slash bassist of the metal band Biohazard. Hold on, no way, really? <laughs> right. Um, and they had she a, didn't try to snort, they, smuggle that in the country. They were uh, they were married for like eleven years, and it just turns out recently that they're getting divorced. Oh, so that's a, a sad ending to a, a long and fruitful relationship, I'm wow. sure. But in in the interim, after he stopped. 
or I think during the time he was he was playing for Biohazard, he also because his wife was a porn star, he also became an adult film star. Oh no way! Um, and he said he made How way, about a top talented man. Yeah, so he became he became he had a whole a whole rebirth as an adult film star. In addition, and so they were interviewing him. And they asked him, as somebody that's part of the film industry, what other celebrities do you think would would be very successful in porn? And also, what do you think the top-selling porn of all time would be if you could have, like, your dream porn? We're talking porn here on KAKU, KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Mally. So he said that he thinks the highest-selling porn that he could create would be Barack Obama and Melania Trump. Oh, of course. Well, I'm surprised we haven't even thought of that. Right, and I just want to go ahead and say I think he's right. Wow. There's no amount of money I wouldn't pay to watch a porn between Barack Obama and Melania. So this Trump. is the setup of Barack Obama and her having sex. Okay, and we know Melania Trump's already a porn star. Yeah, she's already. Al- she's already done porn. So we just got to get Obama on board with it. So here's the thing: Obama goes to Mars. Find out. <laughs> The Russians are already there. The Russians are already there. Melania has been smuggled to Mars for a rendezvous. She's actually been ruling Mars this whole time. Ooh, sort of like an Amazonian Martian And Obama crossover. is trying to plant the American flag. <laughs> oh, he's trying to plant seeds and something. Yeah, dude! <laughs> and then Gary Sinise shows up. Yeah, dude! <laughs> Wait, why is Gary Sinise Because he's there? in the movie Oh, Mars. yeah, he was in Mission to Mars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How could I forget? And Val Kilmer shows up too. Uh, no, that's not. I don't want to see Val Kilmer do porn. If you want to see Val Kilmer Only not do Eminem. porn, give us give us a call 808-873-3435. That's 808-873-3435. Should Val Kilmer do pornography? Hey, they're making a sequel to Willow, a TV show. I don't think Willow. I don't think it's going to be in it though. Wasn't there some sort of thing where Barack Obama and uh, Melania were caught like get, like making eyes at each other? Do you remember that? I mean, that's making eyes. What's a sixth grade? I don't know. I just think, uh, I think that, I think that has some precedence. Ma, they're playing Thumb War. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see what you did there. Today's show is presented in part by Scarlett Johansson Stationery. Make every letter a Scarlet letter. The guy from Biohazard also said that he's friends with Tommy Lee, and he said that Tommy Lee's sex tape was actually a scheme oh, to make money. You don't say. Yeah. And wow. so it turns out that sometimes sex tapes... Or just a scheme to make You're money. You're telling me that a I'm... night in Paris wasn't accidentally leaked. <laughs> You're telling me that Kim Kardashian that Ray and J, Ray J didn't Ray know J the tape. cameras were rolling? Mm-hmm. So that makes me think, you know, Donald Trump is no stranger way, to making money through unscrupulous means. least favorite porn is Ray J and uh, Kim yeah. Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's kind of gross looking. And more on that later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, one more thing for Morningwood before we before we move along. Uh, before Bell, the balls drop for the new year. Are you familiar with Belle Delphine? Of course I'm familiar. Ooh, baby. Uh, at first, she's from- I was from, afraid, and now I'm petrified. She's British. She's a British penis. YouTube personality. And yeah. at first, I thought that's not possible because she's too hot to be British. But then I, I found out- she has good teeth. Then I found out she was born in South Africa. Ah, so that explains it. I was going to say- um, but There's she, a couple British milfs though that, that float in and out of my interwebs <laughs> that I enjoy. <laughs> so she looking at is you, a, Tanya Tate. Belle Delphine is a British YouTuber turned OnlyFans star. Yeah, dude, 
Get and, on that OF, bro. Ethical porn. And then uh, she was going to release a uh, her first porn, her first uh, actual video. Yeah, dude. It was a Christmas porn video. Um, and then it got leaked, so oh. it's on the internet for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to take it down. I mean, bro. she was gonna put it on. She was gonna put it on OnlyFans anyway. Yeah, but I mean, that's ethical porn, man. She makes it. She yeah, because yeah, she gets she's, the money. She had control, but now it's out. not any of those now fat cat pornographers. Now it got leaked early, and now it's on. It's on the interwebs. It's on the pirate bays for everyone to see. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything else for Morningwood today, Vincent Fodi? I think that's going to do it for Morningwood. All righty. Morningwood is presented a part by Beethoven's Apartments, now available for Elise. And also by James Brown's Scrotal Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag. It's a man's world at James Down Brown's at James Scrotal Transplant Center. Scrotal Transplant Center. T- today's show is also brought to us by Johnny Depp's Glasses. The best perception is depth perception. Coming up on the show, we got spoiler alert. Vince Foti's going to spoil Tenet and Wonder Woman 1984 for us. Among other things. Amongst other things. I am going to prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in the room by answering your mailed and emailed in trivia questions. Oh, yeah. Chee-hoo. That's We're going to talk to our uh, our lovely friends down in Australia, our sister program, and much more. So stay tuned for the Biscuits and Gravy Show. we got a lot of great things coming up. And we just want to remind our listeners, thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Now, it's number two radio program. We could not do this without our underwriting sponsors like Tara Reads Audiobooks. We need someone to read it to you. Tara Reads. <laughs> So the first question on everybody's mind, Chuck, is how did your Beef Wellington come out? So good. We made dueling Beef Wellingtons over the holiday season. I used my sous vide machine, my precision circulation immersion machine, and uh, came out really great. I didn't cook it uh, a degree over 131. I kept it at 130 and a half, which is about one degree above uh, leaving something in your car all day. Wait, did you cook the steak and then cook and then put absolutely. it absolutely and so, then put it in the puff pastry? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I sous vide it extra rare, and then I let it cool, and then I seared the, it in clarified it butter. In the puff pastry, you put it in the yeah. oven. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I didn't put the puff pastry in the sous vide. That would be gross. okay. So it didn't it didn't overcook. No, not at all. Yeah, it looked really good. Oh, it looked great. And then, because that wasn't enough, it was only a, you know, uh, a less than a pound uh, tenderloin, I made a tomahawk steak, and those are fatty, dude. Oh, yes. So that's... Uh, uh, that tomahawk steak looked really good as well. That was better. I've actually been eating that all week, bro. Yeah, mm. our beef wellington came out really good as well. It was the first time I had ever made it. I thought you didn't like it. I thought you you called it something, actually. I thought it was very funny. What? You called it a $50 Hot Pocket. <laughs> that's a compliment. Oh, what? <laughs> Who doesn't love Hot Pockets? And if a $5 Hot Pocket is delicious, imagine how good a $50 Hot Pocket is. Think about it. We need to check with our good friend, Meat Pie. <laughs> no, I meant that with with much respect. I Because uh, if you think about it, a Beef Wellington is like a big $50 Hot Pocket. You have a, a, a delicious tenderloin with lots of filling wrapped in a flaky crust. It's so good. <laughs> okay, Vince. We had some people over for Christmas, too. and uh, Oh, you're not social distancing, bro? Everybody enjoyed the Beef Wellington. Mm. And the sauce that came out of the beef Wellington, like the drippings. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was one of the best things I've ever tasted. That's why I like doing the uh, precision immersion circulator is because I can get all the juices out of it. I was worried. Ah. I saw a lot of videos where the meat's a little runny and that can mess up your puff, puff pastry. Right. Exactly. And you already got your duck cells, your prosciutto. In this case, we had mustard as well. 
I had two different types of prosciutto in there. Oh, it mm. was delicious. I cooked mine on a parchment, a piece of parchment paper that was on like a cookie sheet, like a baking sheet. Nice. And so next time I think I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to put it on a like a rack baking sheet. Yeah, so I don't mind writing a cookie sheet, man. Right. And so all that way, anything that drips out, you can collect all those drippings in the pan the key is by cooking it on top of the rack. To get the meat a little bit cooked and then cooled. Right. Uh, and you then just you want to sear it just a cell, little bit. You wrap it in the uh, ham, prosciutto, mortadella, whatever you want. You refrigerate that for 20 minutes. Then you wrap that in the puff pastry. Right. You bake it hot, like 450. And then you want to lower the heat and then take it out and let it rest. Resting is key. You have to let it rest because it reabsorbs all the juices. Mm, That's how it gets baby. good. Uh, I heard that you also had the new Jack in the Box big chicken sandwich. Oh my god, dude! It's so clucking. It looks good. so good. <laughs> it's so good. That's Isn't that what it says it's in the, the advertising? Yep. Or is it called you, the big clucking? It's sandwich? called the big clucking sandwich. Okay. <laughs> it's so great. What kind of sauce is that on there, dude? It's like a mystery sauce of everything in the world. Okay. And they used butter lettuce, which I thought would be lettuce covered in butter, but apparently there's just a strain no, of No, there's lettuce a type of lettuce called, called butter, butter lettuce. It's really good. Yeah, not as good as butter on lettuce, though. Not let's as good all, as butter on let's all be fair. Is that really what you thought it was going was to be? I was so hopeful. It's I was like, like buttered oh, up lettuce? Dude, this, they're always having raw Although, lettuce. Although, if, the, I if I saw that at Jack, Jack in the Box, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Right, I'd be like, of course they're gonna put butter on lettuce. How else but are they the gonna make lettuce is good? So good, it's not quite a ranch. It's perfect. I think it's only made for this, and it's a big piece of chicken, and it's buttery and flaky without being too dry, and it's it's very neat. It's good. We're gonna be talking a lot about KFC on uh, the next segment. But oh, nice for Gluttony Club. Let's wrap up Gluttony Club by saying the McRib is back. Oh, have you had a McRib yet? No, not in years. When I know. Your, when your, when it, your it coworkers, off, it was off the menu for years. Yeah, it was when twelve years. I ran into was like, oh, you know the uh, the McRib and yoga mats have a lot of the same ingredients, and I'm like, ah, you're right. That's disgusting. That's why I don't do yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that, Katie? Yeah, it was! <laughs> Nick Nolte, it's bad for you. Um, but yeah, so the McRib had been off the menu for 12 years. 12, no way, it's like 12 a, years. It's like a solar eclipse. No way, 12 years? It's like the Brigadoon of sandwiches. I thought, oh, you, you did not just say Brigadoon. <laughs> you Brigadoon biscuit boy, I hate you. When you eat a McRib, it almost feels like being in love. I hate you. <laughs> So much. <laughs> That's a little reference for all of our Brigadoon fans out there. Twelve years a slave without that Mick Rib in my life. Yeah, but it's back now. Uh, it came back at the beginning of December, mm-hmm. so it's been around all month. I don't know when it's going away, or if it's going away. Mm-hmm. But if you have a chance, swing by, get yourself a Mick Rib. You know, what I don't like the McFlurry. <laughs> you were telling me that you saw something online about how to make a McRib at home. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm telling you, you can't make a McRib at home. was how to make a boneless rib and put it in a sandwich. And I was like, this is way better, but not as good as Right, exactly. Food. Because the thing about the McRib is that, I mean, ribs are going to be good. Yeah, but, but it's, McRib this is not is a rib. Not ribs. This is McRib. This, this is, is a McRib. It's something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a spongy, processed pork as patty. As Krusty the Clown would say, the animal they make it out of no longer exists. <laughs> 
Man, I really love that McRib. It's uh, just shout slathered out to, in sauce. It's got little onions on it. Shout out, man, to McDonald's for bringing back a classic. Hopefully, Taco Bell will follow in suit and bring back some of the menu items they just got rid of. I'm looking I heard at they're Mexican bringing pizza. some stuff back. I want them to bring back lava sauce, and I hate them. I think they're bringing back the nachos or something like that. They just brought back the nacho fries, and it's so good. Coming up on the show, we got spoiler alert. Ooh, we got conspiracy cookbook. A lot of weird stuff going on in the news, bro. And we're going to hear down from our good friends in Australia. Sure. As a matter of fact, before we get into biscuits and or gravy news, why don't we take a little break and hear from uh, some of our sister stations. Chee-hoo. Well, load out. You like cooking? How about comedy? How about cooking? Well, if so, tune in every Wednesday at 11 to Shrimp and the Bobby. You'll hear such segments as Comedy Billabong, Chanda Club, and Chuck stuff the knowledge wall. <laughs> so don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 11 to 88.5 CROC, the voice Bob. So Wednesday. <laughs> I love Chuck stuff the knowledge wall. 11, I like Chunder Club. <laughs> would actually be Tuesday. Uh, Chunder. We've been Chunderstruck. You've been Thunder Chuck. Ooh. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. That sound can be one thing and one thing only. It's time for Biscuits and or Gravy News. Biscuits and or Gravy News is brought to us by Taylor Swift's Overnight Alterations. Sometimes you need a tailor and sometimes you need a Taylor Swift. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> honey for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by Chris Hemsworth Discount Tailoring. <laughs> what are your Hemsworth? We'll hammer the competition. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Umbrella Patches. Got a leaky umbrella? Don't just patch it up. Cumberbatch it up. <laughs> so I assume you're getting the same biscuit and or gravy Google alerts that I'm getting, right? Almost definitely. Oh, yeah. But uh, this week we had to talk about a – this is basically a KFC corner that we're yeah. doing. We're doing a KF corner. Yeah. Kentucky Fried Corner. Because we got there's, a lot of – there's we got the, the new even... dipping sauce, which I already talked about. Yeah. Right? And then – Last last week or two weeks ago, they had the whole Mario Lopez Lifetime movie. Yep. Did you see about that? And I thought that was a joke, and I'm like, oh, this is a real movie. Just like when I thought they had the KFC Crocs, when Crocs <laughs> and KFC. We talked about that on the show yeah, like I a know. year ago. A year, and they're sold out still. I'm oh, so yeah. Bad. They are. Those were like a limited time only uh, special uh, item. Because Crocs, I don't know about them, but Crocs and KFC, bro. Although, if you had a KFC they bucket, have. Beat, they, yeah, they look Crocs like a bucket of chicken. Crocs are supposed to be anti-slip. <laughs> a bucket of chicken is very slippery. Yes, it is very. And it has like a little like chicken leg on it. Yeah. Like a drumstick on it. Dude. What? And I believe it also came with like a little thing that made it smell like chicken as well. Much like my chicken scented mask that I got from Jack in the Box. Man. It seems like, uh, like fast food companies are starting to do this thing where they release expensive, wacky, high-end merchandise. Oh, for a limited time, and we have seen the culmination of all of this. If only they would take it one step further. Vincent Foti, have you ever been playing video games <laughs> and thought to yourself, man, my Xbox is overheating. I wish I could use some of that heat 
to keep my fried chicken warm when I game? Or Haven't have you been asking yourself this question? Have you ever been playing a video game and think to yourself, man, my chicken tenders are so cold. If only there was some way I could warm them up. Mm, all the time, bro. All the time. Well, fear not, Chuck Sauce. What? Because KFC announced, they, are, they announced this like a while ago, that they were going to come out with a video game console. But we thought they were just joking. But this Every, week... Everybody the, thought it was a joke. <laughs> but now we know they released articles across the nationwide. Right. Across the world, bro. So KFC has come out and confirmed the fact that this is real. Yeah, they're partnering they, with a PC company. Not politically correct. It's more like a PC game console. Right. So it's going to be like a PC type console. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It has like a very pop, a very powerful processor on With the bottom. Five times the storage of a PS5. Right, and then everybody knows that when you're playing it, when you're playing like big video games and you're 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 playing for a long time, it starts to heat up. Yeah, you know whether it's a computer or an Xbox or a PlayStation or whatever, mm-hmm. it starts to heat That's up. That's why when I'm mining for Bitcoin, I have my computers underground. Right. <laughs> All the best mining is done underground. Of course. Hey, and so yeah. KFC was like, "Why don't we use that heat?" Mm-hmm. And put a little chicken storage warming compartment on top of it, so that you can use that heat to cook your chicken. I've always use, wanted use your chicken, chicken as a heat sink and electronics to get closer together. Right, and so KFC is making this real video game console mm-hmm. that has a chicken warming compartment in it that uses the heat from the video game console to, to keep heat, your fried to keep chicken, your chicken warm. Fried. Now they have released like the picture of it. It's called the KF console. Yes. <laughs> uh, they haven't released the controllers for it. No, but and we the don't know specs if they're, on it we are don't pretty know, spicy. We don't know what the games are going to be or if it's just going to play PC games. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, the specs are very spicy. Yeah. And it's actually a very powerful gaming console. Yeah, no joke, dude. So it's it's almost like a little mini computer gaming console that's specifically built to house Now, of course, chicken. it can't just keep chicken warm. You could also keep your biscuits warm, bro. You could your keep gravy. Your, but this your is the bro. number one video game that's going to be endorsed by biscuits and, and or gravy. And or gravy news. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, look because this you could up. Put we are not there. joking. Look this up. KFC console, the Kentucky Fried console. Guys. Right. So this is this is something that everybody thought was a joke. Even the video game world thought this was a joke, which is funny because there's also like an internet thing about chicken tenders. So like you know like on, there's like a 4chan meme about people eating tendies. Yeah. So this is really going to cater to the neckbeard crowd. Oh my lord, the incel are getting a dell. <laughs> yes, this is definitely going to be very popular among the incel crowd. Oh my god, I, I can't wait for Pat Oswalt to do a bit about it. Ooh, Ooh, do you hear that, Chuck? That's right, man. Well, we did cooking. We did comedy. Kind of. Although there's a show December 4th, check it out to Playground. Oh, yeah. And then there's one the week after that, I believe. Yeah, that's so like a you're on all the one ages on the story show. And then you're on the 19th, which is back to comedy. Okay, cool. And then the 26th is trivia and comedy. Uh, so for more information on that, go to Power Up Comedy on Instagram Cheer. and Facebook. And you can find out all the information about those cool shows. Yeah, dude. Those are live shows, but we're here to talk about TV and movie shows. Ooh, baby. All right. So, what have you seen this week, Chuck? Uh, I've been watching uh, my friend, who will remain nameless, got HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've been watching a lot of Studio Ghibli. 
Oh, nice. So yeah. I, I rewatched Totoro. They have like all the Studio ever. Ghibli movies on there. Totoro. Totoro. You're a very Totoro-esque I character. am. I love it. I think that's what I love about you, Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> Totoro. I saw uh, Princess Mononoke, not to be confused oh, okay, nice. with Princess Mononucleosis, which <laughs> I don't recommend at all. Which that that's a show that gets you out of school yeah, for like to- six months. Totally. So uh, I, it was really great. You know, Studio Ghibli is like the Pixar of Japan, except spoiler right. alert, they're not as lame. Isn't friend of the show Jillian Anderson in Princess Friend Mononoke? of the show Jillian Anderson was like the hot wolf in it, bro. And Billy Bob Thornton is like a character that looks like you couldn't draw that character now, but the movie's 25 years old. Oh. oh just saying. Uh, really great movie. <laughs> it's about actual spirits in the woods and gods in the woods. Okay. And a woman has a mining town, and you, you don't know who to root for because the woman who has a mining town is taking in prostitutes and unworthy people and giving them a second chance in life. Mm. But she's also using the mine to make bullets and kill the gods. And you're like, I don't know whose side to be on. Right. You're on Princess Mononucleus' side. <laughs> um, I saw... I watched a lot this week. You don't say, Vincent Fody. Um, we should also, I want to start off by saying that Netflix surprised everybody by dropping some news. I don't know if you heard this, but the new season of Cobra Kai is dropping January 1st. Oh, no way. Way sooner than anybody expected. It wasn't oh, supposed dude, to come Cobra out till. Cobra Kai is so funny. It wasn't supposed to come out till like mid-2021. Cobra Kai is the one about the Karate Kid, but now, but you root for the other guy. Right. It's, it's the. It's clips of the old Karate it's Kid the re, It's the rebooted uh, Karate Kid with the original guys. We got to get some sponsors from that show. Um, But yeah, really cool show. The first two seasons are available. It was on something that was YouTube. unwatchable, like Crackle or something. Oh, oh yeah. It was YouTube Plus. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube Plus unwatchable. Which YouTube no, Red or YouTube even Red, right? More unwatchable. I don't think YouTube crackle, Plus is a thing. It's on. <laughs> crackle, it's on. Technically, uh, so yes, they they saved it from YouTube Red, which nobody has or will ever have, and they put it on Netflix. So you I can watch YouTube the first two Red seasons. Was just a game that every time I went on YouTube, it's like, oh, exit out this pop up. They're making me play a weird game. I thought it was a crossover between YouTube and RedTube. Ugh, ooh, that would be fun. Which would be weird. If more about Ralph that and Morningwood. <laughs> but, yeah, so Cobra Kai new season dropping January 1st. So if you're looking for something to watch on New Year's Day, new Cobra Kai season's coming out. Gee-hoo. Also, I watched Wonder Woman 1984 starring Gal Gadot. Yeah, and Kristen Wiig. And Kristen Wiig and Pedro Pascal from The Mandalorian. Friend of the show, Pedro Pascal. Friend of the show, Pedro Pascal. I heard he got a PP loan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... This movie was, it came out in the theaters, but because you, if you have HBO Max, you can watch any movie that comes out in the movie theater the That's same day on HBO, HBO Max, uh, which was, okay, so Wonder Woman 1984, it was kind of interesting. Kristen Wiig is a, a cat person. She turns into a, like a cat person. All right, win me over because I saw the preview and didn't think this movie was going to be any good. All right, I'll win you over by saying Gal Gadot is really hot. Oh, all right. And here's I'll something I didn't know about Gal Gadot. She's she really hot. she was like a sergeant in the Israeli army. Ooh, baby. She's from she's from Israel and mm. she she came over here after after serving her time in the military or whatever and became a movie star and now mm. she's Wonder Woman. From Krav Maga to Crave the Bra. Okay, and she wears like a really high cut skirt. 
uh, white dress. Yeah, you know, just in, like at, martial at some point in the movie. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, if you like Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman. Wow. It's okay. It takes place in 1984, so, I'm so sure there's, there's some lots of lots involved. of like 80s jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, Pedro Pascal plays like this sleazy guy with like a nice. flop sweat comb over kind of. I'm almost and almost right like now. a like a Better Call Saul type guy, oh, sweet. <laughs> um, who who be- becomes like he he uses his wishing stone to gain control over most of the world. Mm, lame. Um. The movie Tenet was so Christopher Nolan's so long-awaited movie. The new Christopher Nolan movie, uh, Tenet. Do you do you know what it's about? No, it's uh, about. I don't f- think fixed income rental properties. It's a, <laughs> It's. I don't think anybody knows what the movie's about. I watched it and I still am kind of, still kind of in the in the dark about it. Hmm. It's basically. They have the ability to the reverse the quantum polarity of material, so we that we just lost half our audience. <laughs> I just don't even understand. We've so worked that, so hard to get people to listen to the show. We just lost all of them. So that it it can they can send material back through time. Oh my god! But Donna's gonna be such a big fan of this movie. And then they do stuff with that. It's very. It's like if Memento and Inception had a baby. Oh but, lordy! But it was even more confusing than both of oh, both lordy. Memento and Inception combined. So I give them. I give them an A for concept, but uh, the execution of it. I mean, it was. A, it's a cool action movie. So mm-hmm. if you're just watching it for the action, it was pretty good. But Christopher very, Nolan, man, it's it, got to be good, and it's not sounding that like, great. You get about halfway through it, and you kind of resign yourself to not understanding what's going on. You're like, I'm going to keep watching this, but I- I'm oh, going to know like deep in my heart that okay, I don't cool. know exactly that I don't know what's going on. I-, I felt the opposite. Did he do Shutter Island? I think that was or Scorsese. Was that Scorsese? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was back in the uh, Scorsese, Leo- Leonardo DiCaprio era. Oh, yeah. Which actually was brought to us by Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. Just in time for the stimulus. Just in time for the, the stimulus outrage. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU. Get your guillotines, guys. KAKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. We are Maui's number two radio show. Biscuits and Gravy could not be presented in a part by a lovely endowment from our good friends down at Reggie Watts Light Bulbs. Brighten your day with Watts. And Alex Skarsgård's anti-scar cream. Guard against scars with Skarsgård's Skarsgård. Clearly. I will finish watching The Crown with friends of the show, Jillian Anderson. Oh, dude. Um, so at the end of The Crown, so Princess Diana is still alive. And so they haven't gotten up to that You've part You've been listening to way too much Lizard People conspiracies. And She's we, dead. We were thinking about whether or not like the crown is going to explore the conspiracy side of mm-hmm. did the did the Your queen tummy have... bodyguard just wasn't drinking orange juice <laughs> um so they haven't gotten up to that part yet so we'll have to wait till next season but they do end this season ends with ominously veiled threat to princess diana you know if you don't get in line and do what the queen wants you to do that wouldn't end up good for you and so Princess Diana was like, is that a threat? So maybe we are going to see some – I'm hoping to see some lizard people in season five. Oh, man. We're all waiting for lizard people, bro. I want to have – I want to see the queen, like, order the death of Princess Diana. I'm afraid of lizard people, but I'm also afraid of turtle people like Mitch McConnell. <laughs> if, the, if the crown was more like House of Guards, <laughs> we'd all be better off. Oh, uh, also, I just want to make a, a prediction. We sure. don't do this very often. 
But I, 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 I make, make wild a, predictions all the time. I, I want to make a wild prediction about Fast and the Furious 10. Oh, my God. Can I leave? <laughs> can I get it? Can I go? Because Do I have fa- to be here for this? We recently found out that in the new Fast and Furious movie that's coming out, Han is coming back to life. Yes, After we he, all know. He died. Han back. Okay. Michelle Rodriguez formerly died in the movie, and I she hate came having back. your HBO because it wants you to watch Fast and Furious. <laughs> it's recommended for me, and it's not recommended for me. That's weird because like it's not recommended to me, and I'm the one that watches Fast and the Furious. What? No, it's all I can do when I go onto your HBO Max. <laughs> That's like Netflix really wants me to watch the new girl. Oh, and I'm like, ugh. not. Are you, t- are you still in my Netflix? I'm like, not today, Netflix, <laughs> but soon. <laughs> okay, so More like Zoe Michelle Rodriguez died. Sorry, she came back to life. Han died. He came back to life. Of course. Who else in the franchise died? Paul Walker. Paul Walker. So my prediction is they're going to, in the 10th movie and final movie, they're going to deep fake Paul Walker back into the movie and have him in the the world of Fast and the Furious. He's still alive. <laughs> so I'm thinking they're going to have him make a return appearance and deep fake him back into the movie. Oh, man. What do you think? Do you think they're going to Princess Leia And Thelma and Louisa off a, off a cliff. <laughs> I think that would be a little tasteless. Yeah. Speaking of Thelma and Luigi, today's show is brought to us apart by Brad Pitt's Peaches. There's a little pit inside every peach. And also, I'm excited about all the new Star Wars shows that are coming out. There's You're excited a, about Star Wars, Vincent There's going to be an Obi-Wan show. There's going to be an Ahsoka show. Who's starring show. in that Obi-Wan show, bro? Who's, who's starring in the Qui-Gon Jinn show, bro? Ewan McGregor? Yeah, dude! Yeah, and they're bringing back Hayden Christensen yeah. to reprise his role. Ah! Uh, they're also doing a Boba Fett sh- uh, show, which know, is going to be good. The Mandalorian is coming back for another season. What are they going to do without y- Baby Yoda, though? Which is all great, and I'm a big fan of the Star Wars universe. My mm. only problem is all of these characters... Not er- enough nudity. Everything that we've seen in Star Wars takes place in this very small time frame. It's like 35 BBY to 35 ABY. Are you, you know? talking about the explosion? It's only like... It, well, the Star Wars time period starts the year zero in, in Star Wars is mm. when the Death Star got blown up. Okay. And so 35 years before that was when Anakin came into the picture. 32 years after that is when Rey defeats the Emperor for the second time. Yeah. And so there's thousands of years of Star Wars history, and we're focusing on this very narrow time frame and just rehashing these same stories that have already been told. Yeah, why can't we do stuff about, like... I want to see stuff from, like, a thousand years ago. Jedis, bro. Right, I want to see... The, the birth of the the order of the Jedi and the birth and like the rise of the Sith and Darth Bane and all this stuff that happened years and years ago. Mm. Give us some give us some fresh meat, Star Palpatine Wars. Palpatine growing up, perhaps. Palpatine growing up, dude. Like the Palpatine <laughs> blunder years, bro. That's what I want, dude. I would definitely watch that. Palpatine. Uh, so, uh, the other like Game of Thrones, they're doing us. They're doing a Targaryen series that takes place in the past. I thought so. That I thought and got then, canceled and then rebadged. One of them then, got canceled, but the dragon one, the House of the Dragon the or Wolf whatever, Bane one got canceled, the wolf, right? the Wolf Moon one got canceled. But the the one that's on focusing on the Targaryens is is still on is still on track to mm. be made. And Miguel Sapochnik is involved as a writer, producer, director. So hmm. you know it's going to be good. I don't know, actually. I don't know if I agree with you on that. And one. also, the Lord of the Ring. Are you saying that Miguel Sapochnik? I don't. I'm is saying not that awesome? I, I agree with you, but 
I don't know if they're going to be able Sopatnik, to redeem Miguel who directed themselves. the Hard Home episode. I don't know if they're going to be able to redeem themselves. And the Battle of the Bastards episode, eight, Chuck. After season eight, bro, they ain't going to be able to redeem themselves. I know. Everybody is so soured on, on Game of Thrones. And, yeah. you know, once you sour, can't Dude, sweeten. you pee your pants during Thanksgiving. It doesn't matter how good your carrot souffle is. You ain't going to win people over on Thanksgiving. Your your cousins will still bring up the time that you peed your pants. Yeah, they're going to call you Peter Pants Thompson for the rest you, of your life. They're going to call you Fuller. Oh, I hate Lordy. trying to bet hey, with Fuller. That you was so funny because he plays a kid named Fuller in another movie. Remember we looked that up? <laughs> that is really wild. Oh, Lordy. Also, I just want to say the Lord of the Rings show that's coming out on Amazon also takes place in a different time period. Thank the Lord. So in these fantasy worlds, you know, to explore other time periods. It Ugh. doesn't all have to be the same thing, guys. I want uh, Lord of the Rings to be like Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> They're all robot hobbits. I just I just uh, convinced one of my friends to start watching Battlestar Galactica. That sentence just blows me away on so many levels. Yeah, it's available on Peacock for some reason, which I what? I don't know why. It's why not even NBC available to watch. Anything? I don't know. I don't Stupid. like the fact that Peacock exists in the first place. I don't like the fact that NBC exists. <laughs> well, NBC's okay, I guess. No, they're not. Well, no, uh, we're also you're living gonna, in the past. Where else bro. are you going to watch the Olympics, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Uh-oh. Ooh, baby. Oh, do you hear that, Chuck? It's time to set your ovens to 420. Grab the tinfoil hats. <laughs> it's Conspiracy Cookbook. Conspiracy Cookbook is brought to us by Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle. For nephews and nieces, you need Sinise. B&G Presents Conspiracy Cookbook is underwritten by Paul Reiser's Yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. Paul Reiser's Yeast. <laughs> You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. And also, Matt Damon's exorcisms. Shh. <laughs> need to get out the demons. Get out the demons. Get out the demons. <laughs> it's a conspiracy Don't and tell listeners like you guys it's time to wake and bake the biscuits Chuck and is, gravy Chuck way, is baby. handing me a valise we're both sitting on a park bench right now biscuits and gravy <laughs> we got radio smothered and covered man we are so happy to be broadcasting live from downtown Maui we are so happy to be working diligently to work the number one radio station Trance and Mackey those communist bastards out of the water baby this story we're talking about today is hot off the biscuit press baby we've moved away from paninis we got a biscuit press baby Oh, and it's hot off it. Speaking of the biscuit press, did I tell you that we made Cubano sandwiches this week? You shut your face. Speaking of Cuban <laughs> missile crisis. That sounds like a great porn. The Cuban missile crisis. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of missiles. It's time. Um, biscuits and gravy. Now, yeah. guys, we want to like you to support, man. We like that you're tuning in. Tell your friends. Join us on Spotify. That's Biscuits and Gravy 808. Like, subscribe. Visit BiscuitWars.com for all your biscuit-related news. And also, don't forget that we are America's number one truth network, okay? We are one of the few, the proud, the people that are diligently fighting lizard people on every realm of the spectrum here, Vincent Fody. That's correct. Now, what do you have hot off the biscuit press for us today? All right, so sadly, you know about the, the bombing that took place in Nashville on, over Christmas, right? Yes. My studio producers reminded me not to make a Nashville hot chicken sandwich joke, so I won't. Okay. Okay. I It was very hard for me to avoid doing that as well, but here we are. So the guy who who did the bombing, he said to his neighbor, the neighbor was like, Santa Claus bringing you anything for Christmas? He's like, oh, yes. This year I'm going to be much more famous, and Nashville will never forget my name. Mm. And so the neighbor was like, 
Okay, bye. Talk to you next year. <laughs> See you next year. Um, so if any if anybody ever says or or makes a mention to the fact that they are about to become infamous, and they're not selling you like a rap CD, <laughs> looking at you, Tyga, at a gas station, then you should probably let somebody know. Also, his yeah. his like ex wife or girlfriend had told the police that he was making a bomb, and they were like, eh. Yeah, well, that's police. They're, They're too like, busy beating, is, their, beating their wives Tennessee. and arresting black okay, people for not doing anything. <laughs> this is Tennessee. We've got a lot of innocent black people to shoot. Yep. Okay? What are we going to do, guys? <laughs> we don't huh? have time to deal with bomb threat. white people Whoa. possibly making bombs. Yeah. Is the, he a Christian man? The bomb Peace that clothes. he blew up in a in a RV that he made uh, blew up outside an AT&T store. Yeah. Uh, or an AT&T location. Uh, so, didn't it wipe out cell phone towers for five counties or something? I believe so. So they're thinking that one of the possible motivations may have may have been something involving trying he to knock out the 5G AT&T. tower. Oh, yeah. Actually, that ties it in, bro. He was trying to knock out 5G. Because we all know that 5G is what's causing COVID, according to QAnon, or <laughs> whoever came up with that one. Uh, so I think it there there might have been some. They said it, it's possibly tied to 5G paranoia. Mm. Um, but then, just the other day, some somebody posted online uh, doctored footage, or maybe it wasn't doctored. Did footage. you hear the one maybe that's play it a, backwards? No. Oh, but somebody said that it 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 wasn't a bomb. It was actually a missile strike. Yep. Like remember with the 9/11 thing, yeah, all the like, 9/11 truthers are like, "How could a plane possibly make a huge hole in the Pentagon? How could a plane crash into the Pentagon? It must have been a missile that they shot on themselves." Yeah. Okay. Right. So people are saying, they, "Oh, also, this is the new, this is the new like hot thing to say anytime something happens." Because what was the um, Mia Khalifa's home country? Where is she from? Beirut. Beirut. They had this giant explosion. And as soon as the explosion happened, everybody came in, out and said, oh, watch this video. It got hit by a missile. It wasn't an explosion. And like, it was no. a missile strike. It was people doing fertilizer. Yeah, it turns out there was like a, like so a can, million tons of explosive material being yeah. kept illegally on the dock or whatever. What's this fertilizer you're doing next to oily rags? But no, it was, it was a missile that struck them. And so this is the new thing. So now after the, the missiles the, coming out, the Nashville Christmas bomb happened. So they said that it was actually a missile strike Clearly. that happened because there was a voting. People would rather believe <laughs> that the government is sending missiles than that a white person is a terrorist, Vincent Fodi. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Most terrorists are white people. Right. Just yeah. look at Tim Robbins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be conflated with Tom Robbins, one of my favorite authors. <laughs> what was who wrote, a, who wrote ever, a book about terrorism? Did we bro? ever find out the name of that movie where Tim Arlington wrote? Oh yeah, Arlington wrote yeah. where Tim Robbins is a white terrorist. Yeah, and uh, uh, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, no nudity. Uh, people are claiming that it was a missile that hit Nashville because they were trying to. Uh, apparently, people are claiming that there was a Dominion voting area where they were holding and of course Nashville is one of the democratic <laughs> strongholds in an otherwise state full of dundums right and so they're saying that there was all these voting machines that were rigged voting machines and they were being held in a dominion facility nearby and so they shot the missile to blow up the evidence of the dominion voting machines right which isn't Donald Trump in charge of the military so are they saying that Biden somehow shot the missile? Right. Okay. 
<laughs> or democratic terrorists. Also, do you Dem- see the poll this week? The Dems? That 60% of Americans think that Biden's doing a great job of running the country. <laughs> Guys, you're all dumb. Everyone's dumb. Except well, for me and Vincent Fodi on Biscuits and Gravy. Mm-hmm. So do they think that, is it LGBTQ anon? Who's got the missiles? That What Democrats have missiles? Is it Nancy Pelosi is shooting missiles at Dominion voting machines? <laughs> what They're is coming going on? From the basement of a pizza place. <laughs> it was Hillary. It They're was coming. Hillary. They're coming from Hugo Chavez's home. Also, guys, you shouldn't set off bombs, but if you were going to set off a, a terrorist bomb, do Sound what, like O.J. Simpson writing a book. I didn't kill her. Do what the guy, I were to. the natural bomber, he had something like a loudspeaker system on top of the van that said, this van is about to explode. Please evacuate. Yeah. He so, wasn't trying to kill anybody. Yeah. Just, so made, now I don't want to say anything. But he did kill here. himself. You know, yeah, which you was the worst. You like, would think that if you were going to go through all that trouble to make sure nobody got hurt, you would think that maybe they would let you off with a without a life sentence. He didn't kill anybody. So why did he kill himself? Weren't he people took the injured way out. Yeah, they had like three people got injured. Yeah. But you know what? That's like when a bird gets run over in the middle of the street. I don't feel bad because they can fly. <laughs> they shouldn't be there. Right. Exactly. You shouldn't be there. You can be anywhere else except in the middle of traffic. Why? Mm. What are you doing there? And mm. also, if you're right, standing preach, next, preach George Casanza. If you're preach. standing next to a bomb or a truck that says this is about to explode and you don't run away for safety, it's kind of on you. I don't know. I mean, what I you think, think he, it was like a novelty I think thing he did his on? due diligence. <laughs> Somebody's like, like, is this truck this, giving out candy? Is this, <laughs> it's just like, is this giving out ice cream or something? This is a weird <laughs> ice cream song. <laughs> I but, was in Brooklyn once and I thought I saw an ice cream truck and they were giving away cottage cheese and crackers. And ugh. that was not as refreshing as I wanted it to be. I saw a food truck that only gave out like granola and stuff. It was called Holland Oats. that's not that's not actually a real thing oh man so i'm on a lot of fringe conspiracy websites on the interwebs you know what i mean and uh i get really upset because i don't know if you've noticed what are you doing in here get out go lay down get out of here dog get out (laughs) let's get my tangent wasn't going anywhere you ever notice that i treat the white dog better than the black dog Black dog lives matter. <laughs> Today's show is presented in a part by speaking James Franco's of, hot dog. Black dog. I'm hungry for some Filipino food. His franks are frankly the best. Today's show is brought to us by Kenny Loggins Cybersecurity. Trust your logins. The logins. Don't let your privacy be in the danger zone. <laughs> are you looking for the finest quality cybersecurity? <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Today's show is also brought to us by John Ham's pork products. If it's not ham, it's not pork. Lordy, lordy. Wow. All right, did you have something else for a conspiracy cookbook? You know what? I'm a little upset. You know how uh, Proud Boys was <laughs> yes. uh, a, a, a white national thing? You, you mean the gay people? And then Proud gay Boys people is like were a like, gay thing. Oh, yeah, gay, yeah. <laughs> so you have, you've heard of um, Electric Boogaloo for sequels? Yeah. All right. So Electric Boogaloo. Was it Dirty Dancing 2? Was that the original Electric? Like Electric Boogaloo? I don't know. Oh, no, no. Dirty Dancing 2 wasn't Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo was a totally different movie about breakdancers or something, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, the internet likes to take things, switch it around. So on 4chan, there are these white supremacists that want the revolution, the next civil war to happen too. So they kept call- they keep calling it Electric Boogaloo, right? <laughs> civil War Two, Electric civil Boogaloo. War, civil War Two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> That has changed over time 
to become this is such a stretch, but it became Luau after it, right? Which is a weird stretch from Civil War to Boogaloo to Luau. Yeah. So now all these incel groups, right? These incel white nationalist groups that exist only to troll people on the internet are adopting Hawaiian shirts to mean white supremacy take over America well, The again. white supremacists Civil already War. took t- the, tiki, tiki torches, torches away from us. Now they're taking our Aloha shirts. Now they're shirts. taking Aloha shirts too. Oh my So goodness. I did a little bit of deep diving, which was uh, listening to NPR for four minutes. I'm pretty sure white nationalists can't afford Tommy Bahama shirts though. No, they make their own, but it's Aloha shirts and AK-47s. And I'm not <laughs> making this up. Look it up, man. <laughs> Look it up! So they already have the tiki torches. They already got the Aloha shirts. You know how Aloha shirts started? Teenagers wanted to be uh, bodacious, as teenagers are, right? Uh huh. They wanted to gallivant around, look look pretty fly. So they took their mumus, the Japanese mumus, and had them turn it into button down shirts. Oh, so that's where the pattern. Yeah, that's how Aloha shirts started. So guys, wear your Aloha shirts and don't be a dirty racist. Yeah. So if it wasn't for Hawaii and Hawaiian shirts, there would be no casual. That's a birth of a nation. I would set. So, guys, message here from Biscuits and Gravy. Uh, don't set off bombs, okay? Don't set off bombs. Uh, you know, we all want AT&T to collapse into the ground, okay? But I mean, yeah. L- listen, guys. AT&T doesn't need any help self-imploding. <laughs> 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 Their service is already pretty much non-existent already. You don't need to blow anything up. So, in Brexit, uh, they're trying to, like... <laughs> They somebody clearly copied and pasted a 1995 law and put it into the Brexit law. So it's like, yeah, people can use Netscape and Angel Fire. And it's like, <laughs> hold on, Brexit. Are you sending people back to like the 1990s? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I, politicians. I, I think that's what Tenet was about. <laughs> uh, what is Tenet? If, give us a call, 808-873-3435. If you know what Tenet was about, give us a call. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Anything else for Conspiracy Cookbook? No, I think that's going to just about do it. All right. Don't blow up, people, people. You heard it here first. I, am, I have show. nothing on my mind except the Cafe Olay Fish and Chips Challenge. We're about to compete. Tell our listeners what we're about to do, bro. So Cafe Olay here in Kihei in town uh-huh. has a fish and chips platter that's supposed to serve four people no six to eight people oh six to eight people (laughs) 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 and so uh you and i are going to go eat it by ourselves today yep just you and i baby (laughs) just you and i let you know how that goes so we'll we'll let you know next week how that went (laughs) oh i can't wait if we make it to the next if year. We, if we just <laughs> have another hot attack over here, Vince. Just working it through. Oh, my God. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Today's show is presented in part by Paul Rubens Beef Jerky. Need a shot of protein? Nobody knows more about jerked meat than Paul Rubens. Hey, Vince Foti, Paul Rubens Beef Jerky. It's a great snack to take to the movies. Guys, don't go to the movies unless you're going to see Aloha Surf Hotel. Support yeah. support your local, your local cinema. <laughs> Today's show is also brought to us by Topher Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for Grace, call Topher Grace. Today's show is presented in part by Winona Ryder's Horses. When you're looking for something to mount, think Winona Ryder. Now, since today is our last episode of the year. Oh, and wow! New, New Year's Eve is uh, tomorrow. Whoa! Actually, yeah, tomorrow is New Year's Eve. Bro! So... I have prepared for us. I feel like Saturnalia was just a week ago. I know. So I have prepared for us... 
for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Oh, no. Some New Year's Eve no. themed no. trivia questions no. that were sent in by our listeners. No. Are you ready? No. Yes. All right. All right. So it's time for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by Matthew Broderick's Broader Rickshaws, the safest way to be on the road with Matthew Broderick, not available in Ireland. Yeah. For, why wouldn't they allow Matthew Broderick to have a taxi service in Ireland? <laughs> Guys, I wonder. I wonder. I also, wonder. It was also brought to us by Robert Downey Jr.'s Down Jackets. They'll keep you warm even when the temperature is less than zero. <laughs> you don't have to be Sherlock Holmes to find out that these are quality jackets. Did I ever tell you about the New Year's Eve I spent partying with Tila Tequila? Wait, that was real? That's real. I thought that was a dream. No, I did. I puked everywhere, too, and they still let me in. It was great. Where was this at? With New Year's Eve. It was uh, in New York City. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I was 20. I was 20. We were underage, dude. Ooh. What year was this? Uh, 20. It was 13 years ago. She was somewhat popular I had a back flip then. phone. I could could even take pictures of it. it wow. Was yeah. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a fun time. Yeah. That was the first time I drank vodka from a garbage. <laughs> uh, the bartender was making drinks and threw away a bottle of vodka. And I was like, dude, there's like a shot left in there. So I just drank it and no one said anything. It was really great. Wow, you you yeah. were in a bar. Yeah, how'd you get in? Uh, so Fake it was ID? in a hotel, and we just like talked our way into it, and they only let half of our group in. They let me and Kevin Caputo in. Oh, nice. And they didn't let Brett Sergi or Sean Lynch, and not to be confused with Stephen Lynch. One time we <laughs> snuck into the uh, the Four Seasons. Oh yeah, and th- we got you like, and Patrick. S- we got like smuggled in in a van. Shh, don't tell anybody. Oh no, all right. But we had a great time, and it was very fancy. And there was a lot of rich people there. Uh, the guy that owns the Patriots, Robert Kraft. Oh, I hate him. He was there, Ugh. and all I can say is his daughters are super hot. <laughs> And if you guys want you to email us your naughty New Year's Eve story at thebiscuitsgravy at gmail.com. But he's got like a hot trophy wife, so his, nice. da- his daughters are You know, like the daughters are going to be hot, right? Yeah. Plus, you can always inflate their age. <laughs> 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 That's terrible. He's got such a hot wife, and yet he got busted getting a, a hand job. An in like H.J. A, in Florida in like by like a 92-year-old, <laughs> like... Yeah. Anywho. All right. I well, won't go there. Th- our first question comes from Madison in Baltimore, Maryland. Madison wants to know, what do they call New Year's Eve in Vietnam? What do they call New Year's in Vietnam? You know what? I'm really glad you asked, asked this question because uh, tonight I'm going to drink four bottles of wine and watch Apocalypse Now <laughs> and celebrate the Tet Offensive. The Tet Offensive is somewhat offensive. It's but yes, the answer. The answer <laughs> I'm celebrating. You know, whatever. The answer is Tet. That is correct. My uh, mom Vietnamese New Year. ruined my costume growing up for school, so she asked me to wear a black hefty bag, and I was like, "What am I gonna be?" And she's like, "Oh, you're gonna be a Vietnam vet." And I'm like, "That's really offensive, wow. mom." But very funny. That is funny. Uh, spoiler alert. Every once in a while, moms are kind of funny. Yeah, the Vietnam War is a lot like my bank account. Overdrafted. <laughs> All right. Our second question comes from Jeff in Oakland, California. Jeff hey, Jeff. Jeff, dude. Jeff, thanks for emailing, dude. What is the name of the song traditionally sung on New Year's Eve? If you've ever seen a Frank Capra <laughs> show or movie, you've heard the song. Old Zion? Old yeah, you know what? You're on the right track. I'm going to give it to you. Cause I old know Man Zion? Old Lang Zion. Oh, all right. Yeah. It's, old Lang Zion. It's, a, it's Gaelic, I believe, and it roughly translates to like old times past. Hmm. Old Lang Zion. When you're in New York City and the ball drops, confetti goes everywhere, and they play Louis Armstrong, It's a Wonderful World. Oh. Yeah. 
What a wonderful world. <laughs> All right. So you got two out of two so far, Chuck. Killing it. All right, our final New Year's question comes from Mark in Haiku. He wants to know, what college football bowl is traditionally held on January 1st? What is the Rose Bowl? That's correct. Nice. Yeah, you know, you got three out of three. Yeah, sweet. I believe that's in California. Yeah, I thought it used to be in Hawaii, though. No? I don't know. I think that's the the All-Star Bowl or whatever. Uh, the Pro Bowl. Me, I think least, it's the Pro Bowl. You didn't ask me that question. <laughs> but you got three out of three, Chuck. Oh, dude. That means I can't hear from Meatloaf. That's a bummer. That means you capped off the year with a perfect score. Oh, as I do, baby. And that also means that that's the end of our show. And that's the end of Biscuits and Gravy 2020. The year, year of, of the biscuit. biscuit. I got to say, I, I was safe this year. I didn't get any COVID. Most all my friends and relatives were pretty safe this year. I do have some friends that are in the medical industry, so shout out to those heroes. My friend yeah, Lisa Nowacki works at the hospital here in yeah, town. Yeah, man, all those nurses. As if I didn't have enough fantasies about you already. Thanks for doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. Hello, nurse. <laughs> I love um, and Animaniacs. Check them out before they get canceled. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, canceled again, right? Canceled again. <laughs> Guys, thanks but for tuning into Biscuits it was, and Gravy Show. Overall, I gotta say it was not a bad year, right? Thanks for fighting the lizard people. As thanks for making Biscuits and Gravy safe. a part of your life. Yeah. Thanks for listening to us. 2020 year, the biscuit, bro. It's over. It's over. I know. Little kisses. Little kisses. What bro. I'm waiting for. From me Who to you. Who are you gonna kiss on New Year's Eve? Oh, uh, my one and only <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> Governor Chris Christie. <laughs> All right, it's been one heck of a year, guys. Oh, man. Thanks for tuning in. You've been one heck of a co-host, my friend. We'll see you next year. <laughs> I'll see you next year. Herg. <laughs> and from me to you, hello. <laughs> Gary Sinise, bro. <laughs>